welcome to the podcast. Uh, do you have to take everything out of your pockets too before you make content? Or is that weird? Um, that's not weird. Sometimes I put on my comfy pants, like the, my, my desk pants, because like, I usually wear jeans and sometimes like tighter jeans than. Um, You're going out style. Yeah. When you yeah, go to the like store, jeans, you buy skinny jeans. They're kind of skinny, um, but I kind of have to because like I'm really long and like twig like. So yeah. um, if you buy baggy jeans, like it's just like a, it's like you're trying to make a sale out of your legs. <laughs> so it's very um, 90s. Do you remember like the 90s style where the width of your jeans at the hip was the same at your feet and you'd like skateboard? Yeah. Or it was like, like go out like a trumpet. Yeah. Although those are even earlier. Jink. Wasn't that, it the brand? That feels Jinko? 2000s. Jinko Isn't that 2000s? Jinko. G-N-C-O. J-N-C-O. Yeah. Th- that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. They kind of trumpet out. They flare. Yeah. What a weird style. <laughs> I don't want you to see like where my a... legs actually are. <laughs> it's like um, you're scared of people finding your legs. I feel like we saw those in the 2000s, but also like probably in the 60s. Aren't those 60s things as well? The, um, the trumpet pants? Gained recognition in the 90s and then went through the 2000s. Yeah. Oh, well. Rip. Peak sales yeah, in they- 1998. With two million dollars of jeans sold, oh my god! Oh my god! The, the, I, I think that this is something that Brienne would wear to his. Um, what is? What was that? What's the? It's not. Oh my god! Where they drink Fago and you know that thing, that cult. I don't know what Fago is? <laughs> what? It's like a soft drink. It's like a Coke, except it's just Fago. Um. Rapper. Oh, I'm just gonna type in that and see. I, <laughs> fuck. What is it called? It's like, how is it that I, crazy? Yes. Party. Uh, it's the crazy stuff. How am I? I'm so. <laughs> Listen, um, I've had a week. Um, it's so. It's right there, on the tip of my. Oh, we have a live stream audience. I could just see what they say. Maybe Steve remembers. <laughs> What? Isn't Fago that, that big <sighs> festival thing? No, it's the beverage that they drink. Oh. Um. Oh my God! How? Uh, I don't understand how I'm. Okay, um, this is this is going really well. Oh my God! It's killing me. Like this is actually killing me. It's the Michigan. <laughs> fuck! I wish you could type Fago Brian Minecraft podcast talked about already and it would just know what i meant um maybe in popular culture fago and popular culture if i try the hip-hop group insane clown posse but what are their people called juggalos juggalos juggle juggle it's juggalos holy shit well that took like three and a half (laughs) fucking years to get to anyway i feel like juggalos would wear that kind of pant (laughs) <laughs> that's that's where I was getting to, and I feel like uh, zero Europeans would. It doesn't seem like Euro fashion. The 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 trumpet pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it depends. There are like 
there are like people that like dress real fancy they're like in their like early 20s that like study at university sometimes yeah um, they can get away with it you know they, they dress, they're just like a like a model almost um i do feel like uh europe is usually about like five years ahead of us when it comes to what the trend will be in a Maybe. weird way, because we end up just making fun of it. And then five years later, that's what everyone's doing over here. Like whatever that is. And I think that Europeans are just better at like, at least right now, they're better at form fitting, like wearing clothes that actually fit versus <laughs> going to target and pulling off a medium and then walking out the door. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, at least that's I'll, what I'll it feels like. I'll say this. Um, America has like a t-shirt culture. Hell yeah. That is uh, like, like you guys will go for the t-shirt a lot earlier and faster and for more situations than I think Europeans would. Mm-hmm. Or like a, uh, like, like I go to a family dinner or something. I'm like, okay, well I'm going to yeah. get my button shirts. Um, or even for like a, podcast i would do not today but um usually you are in like a button-down shirt yeah yeah that's interesting actually i actually interesting because we actually sell less with our merch stores we sell less t-shirts proportionally to europeans than we do to americans europeans Hmm. like to buy the posters and you know the tchotchkes and the other stuff they don't tend to buy as many t-shirts interesting I just thought that was because maybe shipping was too expensive. Maybe that's just actually a cultural thing <laughs> where um, it's like actually a thing. Because like, who wants to walk yeah. around with just a, a creator's name across their tits, right? That doesn't sound. Yeah, I, um, you, you <laughs> might have noticed this about me, but I, I like, I, this is, this happened from like a young age, but I don't wear stuff with print. I don't wear, I'm not a billboard, you know, like I'm not a. <sighs> Would you wear Supreme? No. Probably, no, probably not. What about like, like a little looks, logo right here? Yeah, maybe. If it looks, maybe. if it's a nice product, maybe. But like, I wouldn't do it for the status. Like, it would have to be because of the other product, and then the Supreme is like a little extra bit. Mm-hmm. You're um, like a tech CEO, where you just no I, brands, just nice clothes. It's a little, you know, a little incognito. Yeah. Maybe you um, are a tech billionaire. You're just not telling anybody. I wish I was, because I'd be wearing some nicer clothes right now. Um, <laughs> what? Um, uh, I, you know where I get my actual fashion when it comes to Europe from? It's from soccer players. Because really? they dress nice. Like they do when they're just out. They're literal They dress nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess. Like if you were the point is they're like, nice. <laughs> Yeah, but they're also all millionaires. <laughs> I mean, I think the correlation is not because they're soccer players, but probably because, um, you know, they're millionaires. Um, and they're like in the public eye a lot. I don't know. At least here, like you'll see plenty of football players just wearing a graphic tee like you were just describing. Yeah, but we'll, we'll I mean American like, football. Yeah, but, we've, but like, Ameri- this America. <laughs> but, <laughs> Still. We've established okay. Um... I spoke to somebody from the Netherlands uh-huh. like a week ago. No, not a, on Monday. And 
I looked at your queen to be, and she doesn't dress that nice. She so is, I don't, she, and she's rich as fuck. She's um, so rich that she turned down. I learned like two million things. Euros, whatever that is. Euros. Okay, euros. Two million of those because she had a gap. You, I'm. They can't remember all this. Okay. The point is, is that. <laughs> She was able to turn down 2 million euro or something. Yeah. And she still dresses like that. So <laughs> at least the picture I saw, <laughs> it was maybe it was just not a flattering picture. It's her Wikipedia picture, which is not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, government of the Ami uh, Netherlands King. Netherlands King. Netherlands. Daughter. Royalty. Katharina, Amelia, Beatrix, Carmen. Oh my gosh. Why do they have so many names? Because um, well, that's, that's, this is literally the poshest thing you can have. Um, yeah. So it's her Wikipedia picture. I'm like, really? It's, it's just like, that's oh, like, a, it's like a, whatever. It's like a, it's nothing like fancy. That's well, that's a, that's probably like a designer dress. Probably. <laughs> um, you think? Yeah, probably. Oh. Um, well, yeah, no, this she, is uh, Katharina um, Am 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 Amalia? Amelia? Beatrix, Amalia? Carmen, Victoria. You got to get the rest of the three in there. Yeah, too. we just call her Amalia, okay? Um, she's oh, 17 she years did. old. She's the heir to be, or heir to the throne. And she did, in fact, you're right, she did turn down like $2 million. Because, uh, like, when she comes of age, like 18, she gets compensation. For her royal duties at the age of 18. Which are? Um, I, I I already know the answer to this. I've questioned <laughs> I questioned um, him a lot. I get it now. I get how uh, kings work in your country. They seem actually useful. Not in well, the other countries. Listen, I am not a... Here's the thing, okay? To me, if I look at the effect, or like, well, like the role that like royalty takes, it is mm -hmm. not that different than Beyonce. Right? Like, what? In this, like in the states, like people worship Beyonce, like she's kind of a queen, right? Sure. And like the, the, I mean, the things she does, she like she's, she's like a cultural phenomenon, whatever. Uh, and people want to like see her and stuff. It's not that different from our royalty. Like they show up every year on like King's Day, uh, when like the king's birthday. Like they, they visit like a place. Um, people come to see. Hey, that's cool. Uh, and then there's like some ceremonial parts. Um, or like the king like reads like the speech every year, um, and he like formally has to like fire people from parliament and stuff. But like, yeah, that's that's the part that sounds like a job where he has to fire cabinet people and then. Okay. Yeah, but there's this no is but it's, my it's American all, it's all view understanding of this. Okay. Okay. Go he ahead, has go to fire it. people, mm -hmm. and then because. We we have a two-party system where there is a majority and a minority, and you don't have that. You have just a bunch of shit, like a bu like 40 billion parties. <laughs> we have 18 it's parties. It's his job <laughs> to make sure you get along to a point where there is a majority that can do something. Um, well... He doesn't see... He doesn't no. oversee the day-to-day -day government. That's like your prime minister, which would be like our president. Um, um, but he's in charge of like, isn't that, isn't that guy in charge of like 
making sure shit does kind of get done. He also, no, he has okay, to so sign he, the thing saying yes for everything he, that passes, doesn't he? Yeah, which is kind of, which is kind of antiquated. Like, it's not like he has actually any say about any policy or whatever, because that would be a big yikes. Because then, like, <laughs> we have a democracy, not a, not a monarchy. Um, and so his his tasks are very formal. Now, one, so his his job is kind of meaningless because he he like he will always do whatever, like he will always do whatever the people want anyway. Um, but you could say that he could like Why? he could like morally make a call to like to to get the process rolling. Sure, uh, he'll never pick sides, but like for for example, like right now, um, we don't have a government right now. Well, we kind of do, but like we we had elections, but like they're still trying to form a government with like six different parties and like they're all fighting and stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's his job. That's his job. Well, his is well, no, it's not because we have, we we like appoint like a. Um, person to like talk to people to like get them closer but he could like he could do like a moral call like hey guys it's time get together um but, like this is like peer this is like, this is pressure from like the royal family but like that's not like um it's not like a job or anything um are you against him existing no i just don't think that he should get a lot of taxpayer money <laughs> Like I think the royal family, <laughs> I think the royal family is fine. Do they get a lot? I mean, well, I guess two million dollars yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, like we we Fuck. just had like the pandemic, and like we were about to give two million dollars to this young lady, um, the heir. Uh, now, part of it is for probably security, and they have a really, really, really large palace that needs cleaning. <laughs> um, you know, so oh, part of I, it. That's I thought that was additional. That's that they have to pay for that out of their own money. Um, it might actually, some of it might be compensated for like a branch of the government. We have like, uh, we call it the Rijksvoorlichtingsdienst, which is like the branch of the government that like takes care of the royal family. And this compensation mm -hmm. could be separate from that as possible. Um, mm. but, um, yeah. Damn, I just, she was going to get 2 million. How much was he, how much is he getting? Like 43 or something. He's getting I'm so much sure. more than your president, your, um, um <laughs> your prime minister. You think that the prime minister, like who does, I don't know, work, mm -hmm. would get the money, not no. <laughs> the king. It's so weird. That's super weird. So it's basically yeah. like your government is basically just like a government without a monarch, except you have to pay a guy to be the monarch. Yeah, to fill a ceremonial role. To functionally, like it's the same though. Like functionally, because he's going to sign everything. He could yeah. choose not to, I guess, but because he's going happens. to. Yeah. What if no, he did? What if he's like, you know what? F this. I mean, that's his popularity would like uh, <laughs> would would go down a lot. They have like. Um, does it does it matter? Kind of. Um, like he will always be king. Well, no. If people don't want him to be king anymore, they, we could just tell him like, yo, fuck off. So they have they have like a really I big. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> We have, of course, why not? We did the French did it in like 1800. <laughs> now, I don't think we'll get yeah, the that, was, that was like killing um, thing, yeah. That was like, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit crazy, but but still, like you like, can't do that anymore. No, but honestly, like, um, um, like, like this, this young lady's probably like on TikTok nowadays, right? Like, like the, the barrier mm -hmm. between royal family and normal people living nowadays is getting so tiny, like, there's just not much. They're not that far in the distance anymore. They're not like separated from the rest of society anymore. 
Um, and as that gap shrinks over time, I, I really think that like at some point we're like, hey, why why do you get why do you guys get so much money from us? You know, like at some point, I think probably I mean, surely their family families just, also just giga wealthy, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, like a, a, it's a, just a family money. <laughs> King of the cousin, I think, owns like five hundred properties in Amsterdam, um, and he's a uh, he's an infamous um, property milker. We call him. <laughs> Just makes um, money off of yeah, slum. like he, <laughs> he's a slumlord. <laughs> he owns like ten percent of Amsterdam. So I'm like, oh, well, oh my what? god, I don't know if it's ten percent, but like he, like I mean, five hundred properties. Like if you own five hundred properties property. in this market, like you're 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 good. <laughs> you're doing okay. Um, but they the, the whole uh, the royal family also like owns a big uh, villa mansion, big mansion in Greece, with, like a big speedboat and stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like speedboats that cost like two million dollars. Like that's part where the money goes. <laughs> um, that doesn't sound very. That's home. for the public good, you know. I mean, listen, it's hard to be a king. You need a two million dollars speedboat. Um, I guess so. And uh, right before we went into, like, yeah, right, I'd be so pissed if I were you. Honestly, I would be so fucking angry. So, really, and this is so <laughs> this is so funny. Um, like uh, right before we went into like a big lockdown or something. Um, but like right after, like like the day after we went into like a big lockdown here, the royal family's plane was spotted leaving, heading to Greece. Be like, well, listen, guys, we're there's lockdown here. We're, we're getting out of here, going to our speedboat. Um, and they got Hilarious. a lot. Of, they got a lot of shit for that. Um, but it doesn't matter, does it? Well, no. Well, literally, their existence kind of depends on public opinion, right? Does it? Yeah, because they're funded by taxpayer money. Um, and, and politics in my country yes. what a is a little better than in yours, I guess. But what is the right. argument that people have who are opposed to you? We do um, need to pay her two million euros. Tradition. What is their argument? Tradition. That's and like they are the soul of the country. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, what, what, what other what okay. other argument um, could you make for the monarchy in this day and age? I, that's why I was asking. Um, I'd have no no idea. Like I believe, I believe in the meritocracy. Okay, like we we live and like you get compensated for like what utility you can provide your society. Okay, I don't believe yep. that you can just be born into wealth like this. Not in like a taxpayer, like like not like where we we subsidize you for your speedboat. That's crazy to me. But yeah, I'm not sure it hurts people. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Surely but. they have some sort of like. Okay, so it's ceremonial. Mm-hmm. He speaks at a few graduations, probably. He does speeches. He does like the big, uh, like like May Fourth is when we like remember all the people who died in like a World War Two and stuff. Like he does like a cool speech. Um, but like, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people can do good speeches. It's not really um, work, but that's not really work for him. That's like he gets to. It's more of like he gets to do stuff versus he has to do stuff. <laughs> I guess, like the yeah. stuff he gets to do is kind of cool. Like he does the cool shit. I mean, kind of, but like, when does he ever wake up like, God, I really don't want to do this today. <laughs> Doesn't sound like that happens very often. Um, yeah, they own a, they, so they also own like a big forest, which is open to the public. But then two months of the year, that forest closes down so that the king can go and like hunt some deer. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. like, I mean, that's like what he does in his, like, I mean, I mean, listen, I, it's just silly. Like this, this is this is like antiquated, honestly. Um, it's hilarious. Yeah.
Um, I mean, like, they, they can still exist. It's fine. But, like, let them pay for their own crap. That's really the only thing I care about. Um, and, like, they they can just sell their orange T-shirts. They could do merchandise. They can do, like, you know, they can yeah. just do public speaking fees, whatever. Um, they already do all that, I'm sure, right? I mean, so, we do it for everybody else, right? And that's how all the people make their money. Like, geez, like, uh, listen, if if this uh, the young heir wants to, like, get $2 million, um, she just, I don't know, just do a cool TikTok. I mean, you, you've got the name recognition already. Like, that's such an advantage. You can monetize that, okay? Do a royal TikTok. <laughs> no just do royal a vlog. It just do that's a, below yeah. them, okay? <laughs> but, yeah. That's below royalty you must kiss their wrist or whatever the tradition is yeah Damn. do you guys have um do you guys have royalty in, in your country <laughs> you know that we don't <laughs> look at the fuck i mean well, okay well beyonce's we had... our royalty um well, 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 i guess well, we have well, would legacy you say... but not royalty we have legacy what would you say about like like the bush family or the yeah, Clinton that's family that's, that's legacy, legacy. I, I think so i think they make money off of legacy not off of royalty it's just like yeah it's just powerful families but they're not like in ceremonially in charge of anything they are no. big powerful families the bushes specifically but there's also i mean th while they are big powerful political families mm -hmm. they are nothing compared to the big powerful capitalist families in america like right. if, if, if on that level, you're talking about like the Sacklers and like just just people that are so filthy rich, they could just buy a country if they mm. wanted it. Right. The Sacklers right now, they're going through their their whole opioid thing. Right. And they're like, oh, we have to pay four billion dollars out of our personal fortunes. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Because they're just gajillionaires they're insane that whole family is worth tens of billions if not more actually more than that like it's wild how much money they have and so uh yeah those are the families that actually like have impact when it comes to things mm. you know an old president the reason like such a good reason to become president is so that after those four or eight years you can just get your speaking engagement fees which are millions of dollars and that's how you just live <laughs> you just become yeah. rich because everyone hires you. Um, I mean, that's that's not that stuff kind of happens in my country a bit as well. Um, sometimes, um, but probably not as much as in your country. Um, yeah, I, I we I have a uh, <laughs> we haven't talked about any of the topics. I I have eleven topics Monday. in front of me, uh, but this is a good segue to our, I guess maybe our first well, a topic. Uh, about hating rich people. Um, did you know that everybody seems to not like Jeff Bezos? Um, did you watch him go up in his rocket? I did. That was cool. Um, yeah, I think um, a lot of super left people really dislike Jeff Bezos. Mm. Just because of the premise of you are killing your workers and making them do all this shit. Mm -hmm. And I think um, ultimately, yeah, it, not anymore, obviously. He's not in the CEO of Amazon anymore. So anything from now on is whatever. But yeah. <laughs> uh, when he was, 
Yeah, kind of. I mean, to an extent, he is the one, right? He's the guy on top that can change anything. Um, the reality of the situation, <laughs> I guess, in our world is uh, he has not worked for like 15 years. <laughs> like, like the reality is, and, and I know this just because I, sp- I speak to Amazon executives myself. Mm-hmm. And what he does is and how he managed Amazon is he just had a team of like 15 20 executives below him and his his thing was like make your sorry the door's open <laughs> it makes that noise um it's like you completed the quest I, I, it's like zelda or something yeah, yeah like <laughs> he uh his thing is like just do your job and if you feel like you have to bother me with something, it better be really fucking important. Because mm. his goal was to make one decision a day. That's it. Now, in a company like Amazon, one decision a day at the top, that decision's got to be pretty fucking insane, which is usually something like, are we going to buy this company for $2 billion, right? Yeah. It's not, how are we treating our employees? Right. Like, yes, that should be his thing, but that's just not who he is. So like as a person, yeah, he just kind of he let all that stuff happen um, in the warehouses and everything else. And so to that extent, yes, he's a self-absorbed asshole. Um, I think, um, well, probably. I mean, like if I mean, like, I think like if you're that person, the people around you are all going to be. All going to like just suck up to you and i think if you're if you're like given such a such a world where kind like of, i think where like you only are surrounded with like a bunch of yes men because they're most of them are going to be um mm-hmm. just because like you have they have so much to gain from you um it might yeah it might turn i think into, there's truth to uh, that i think though on amazon they're pretty hardcore um just because yeah. he's willing to fire you if you're not if you're not doing your job you, you're just you're gone it's out as it um, I mean, he's I very think, much. He's a data person. Okay, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a, a bold claim here. Might piss mm-hmm. some people off, but I think Jeff Bezos is probably like a really good businessman. You know, I mean, well, how do you define that? I mean, he made it. <laughs> a good businessman, as in making money for the owners of the company. He's an incredible businessman. Yeah, you right? can say like the, as like, far as like look at Amazon stock. Insane. Would you say he's right? the best businessman alive at the moment? Uh he's one of the most successful, that's for sure. I don't know, best yeah. is a weird word cuz best can mean a lot of things. Yeah, I mean is yeah. he best at at delivering an incredible experience to customers? He's up there. Is he best at in, delivering an incredible experience to his employees? probably not so much <laughs> right? no but i think so it's, it just depends on what best means i guess i mean that's also tricky i don't think um i think it's the response like here's the thing uh in my opinion companies they just have one purpose right it's to make money um and if you want sure and it should be the role of the government to like make sure that like the workers are cool are good right that's where like that's where why we have regulations and stuff. So I so like 
I don't know. I see lots of misplaced anger sometimes. Also, I think a lot of people think that literally every driver from Amazon like has to poop in the bucket and piss in a bottle. Oh, and then no. literally, literally no. everybody that works in a warehouse wears a diaper as well, which I don't think is probably not true. Um, it's not true. That's definitely not true. I was so, talking more about the churn rate because I actually don't know much about I've I've heard the issues you're talking about, but you don't hear too much about like yeah. driver issues and stuff like that. No, or like you hear uh, about or like working at Amazon for two years and you just most people get the axe after two years mm. because it is a nose to the fucking grindstone kind of place. And the thing about Amazon is there are always brand new people wanting to work their ass off to prove themselves at Amazon, right? They're hungry. And so, so it's just, it's just burnout culture. I think that's what a lot of people don't like about Amazon is their burnout culture. They like it, right? Amazon specifically says they like having burnout culture because it makes them better and more. And that's true. I mean, from just a purely like, how are we going to maximize the return to mm -hmm. our owners of this business? Yeah, that's <laughs> burnout yeah, culture is perfect. At that point, um, at that point, like if you want to change that, like you should like, like the government should step in, I would say. Like if there is like enough like will to do it, then that's probably the way you should do it. Um, I think also like um, from our international perspective, at least I hear people in my country always say like, oh yeah, America, the, those people are obsessed with work, like a lot more than like mm -hmm. um, other countries are. Um, at least my country were like, work is like the big cornerstone of like America where like people are like just workaholics and they're almost conditioned to be workaholics uh, in your country. Um, I love working. Yeah. But I'm also working on something I'm passionate about, which is yeah. different than most people. True. Um, most people are not necessarily working on some, they're also not owning the thing they're working on. Right. No. No, I, it's, oof, that's rough for me to like work on stuff I don't care about. <laughs> it's a lot easier to work the 12 to 15 hour days that I work because I know that what I'm putting into it, I, I personally am getting out of it. Both from just uh, like I really like what I do and I own the thing. So as I grow the thing, I am increasing its value, which is increasing my Yeah, you know, I love... I don't know if you have this, but like, I love like just working, getting kind of lost, lost in the work. And then just oh, looking yeah. at the clock and realizing like four hours passed. Um, like that's, that's well, really too, cool. Cause like, cause, you, you, cause that, usually but... work is something you don't want to do. But like, <laughs> if, if that just, if that, if that's the thing that happens, that's typically a, a cool thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Way too ADD for that. <laughs> for sure. Like I, I can't do something for more than like a half hour before I'm like, all right, what the fuck else can I do right now? Because <laughs> I'm about to lose my mind. <laughs> Doesn't help. Yeah. I feel like Bezos is probably, as far as like a guy, I think he's a weirdo probably. Oh, yeah. Because uh, you kind of have to be. He's probably kind of like you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh. Okay. Uh, and I think that he uh, probably, like, I think he probably left Amazon, A, to relinquish his responsibilities and whatever, because he wants to do this Blue Origin thing. But mm -hmm. also because he's like, well, I'm not losing my ownership in this stuff. 
and I've trained all these people around me, so I know the ship's going north. Why the fuck would I? Why would I stay? There's like no reason for me to stay here because I'm still gonna make all the money off it no matter what. Yeah, um, which uh, makes sense. When I said he's kind of like you, I just meant like probably like a workaholic, but like maybe a little bit more. He's he's well, yeah, I think he's less of a workaholic now. Because his goal is to only make one decision a day, and that's pretty not much work. Um, that sounds like that sounds like his own self-regulating system, like kicking in at some point. Like at some point, it was like, "Fuck, <laughs> I gotta." I think he used to be like a giga workaholic for yeah, sure. Yeah, probably, especially like in the early days, probably. Um, and now I think he's just having fun. I mean, he made it right, so yeah, I mean, yeah, he can do whatever. At some point, you can turn off the engines and just coast once you once um, you made it. You know, here's. I'll say another nice thing about uh, Jeff Bezos, okay? Because he gets a lot of flack out there, okay? He um, he single-handedly saved um, The Expanse, the show, which is a very very cool show. Very happy that he did that. I'll say it. I had an in- I interviewed Cass Anvar. Is that his name? Yeah. Oh, did you did? <laughs> oh my god. That's Cass. It. Anvar. Yeah, I did like four or five years ago. So when The Expanse was launching. Season one, mm-hmm. I did an interview with him. Um, he was really cool, super dude. chill, super chill guy. He talked for like an hour to us. Um, you seem to be really that. excited we, just about the whole thing. We watched yeah. the first episode together, it's cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> didn't he get canceled? Did he? I have no idea. So, have you, have you watched the Cast. whole show or not? Like, have you watched it? I watched the point? first season. Oh, and that's it. And one of my my favorite um, female actor is in it. Which one is it? The, Which is cool. The the Persian woman. What's her name? Um, oh, the with the with the, the fuck. I can't. I'm forgetting names. With, I can't remember. Yeah, I yeah. got so fucking bad at like remembering names. It's so bad. Um, that'd be, oh my uh, gosh, what the I heck? I mean, that's Shora. Uh, no? Shora. Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> Will you say it that right? One. <laughs> what? Shora. It's Shora. Uh, it's Shora. Shora. I think it's Shora. Okay. I And the rest sorry. of it I can't say. Uh, um, she rocks. She's super it's cool. The, it's the combination of the voice and just she's in it. Yeah, she's like you know what uh, she is. She's like Persian MI six. Uh, kind <laughs> of. Uh, what's her name now? Fuck. M. What's her name? Uh, guy. Uh, Jody Dench. Got yes. it. Nailed it. Uh, yes. Dench. She, they're like similar people. Same energy. I love them. Same that, energy. Yeah. That. Yeah. That. That actor style is so cool to me. I love it. Yeah, they like they they dominate. <laughs> Hell yeah! Ah, oh, so um, fucking cool. Yeah, it expands. What a what a cool show. Um, but yeah, so can I can I spoil what happened to Cass? Or not? Oh oh, like in later seasons, what his character does? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Okay, spoilers. I'm all spoilers. about the spoilers. Um. Like at some point he, I think in the last season, like he just, he just dies, <laughs> and like in like the most like <laughs> random way, like he what? just like oh by the way, 
Cass Anvar? Oh yeah, he had a he had a he had a uh, aneurysm, and like he like oh. they just sort of show his face sort of frozen, like they definitely like different like oh they did this in post they didn't like shot this, but um yeah apparently uh, apparently he there was died. a little bit of a Me Too thing happening with him. In um, June 2020, they hired an independent firm to investigate 30 allegations of sexual harassment. Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, well, gone, done. Dunzo. Fucking done. Um. Yeah. Jesus. Oof. Well, he was a nice guy when I spoke to him. And you know what? He has done <laughs> some that? great work on this show. Okay. Um, yeah. Separate the art from the artist. True. Harvey Weinstein uh, made some produced some cool movies. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> this is the but this don't the cancel his movie. Okay. Um, All right. No. Obviously a horrible person, but like, you know what? Listen, okay. I live in the house. It's made out of bricks. I'm not going to like check every brick to make sure that the bricklayer was a nice person. Okay. This is like, we're going to, that's like an absurd, absurd reality. Right. Anyway. Um, no, I agree. But coming back to Jeff Bezos, um, he went into space. Jeffrey Bezos. He went into space with, uh, with three other people. Um, yeah. Wally, which is a super old, very old lady. Yeah. Um, some other guy, and also an 18-year-old Dutch person. So, some other guy is his brother. Oh. <laughs> Wait, that's just nepotism. Okay. It's, a, it's, just, it's just, yeah, it's his brother. Didn't he, um, I thought he sold a ticket to like a rich Asian guy. Didn't he I did. Have? And then your country stole it. Really? Wait, or is he Norwegian? He's either, no, he, was, he was Dutch. Dutch, Olivier. He was Dutch. He went on the... Yeah, so Oliver yeah. stole the fucking thing. No, um, the guy. So get this. This is this is bullshit. If I've ever heard it, the okay. guy who won, the undisclosed dude who won, mm-hmm. said that they have a scheduling conflict. Now I don't know about you, but if I paid thirty million dollars and I knew the date it was flying on, <laughs> I don't have a scheduling conflict. <laughs> okay, <laughs> dude, <laughs> pussied out. That's what happened. All Probably. right, dude was 100%. like, actually. I kind of don't want to do that. I mean, what else are you going to do? Also, like, uh, maybe, like, in the States, things are open, but, like, uh, yeah. I mean, like, what are you going to do? Like, see a fucking movie? Or, like, go to, like, right. know, a concert? Like, like <laughs> what What trumps fucking space? Dude, like, Jesus. I would be in that thing so fucking fast. Yeah. Like, no shot I'm missing. I would miss that. I mean, look now, what I did yesterday. Here is the, here is the big moral question. This was a commercial space flight. There was no scientific use. Correct. Of anything. Like this, this was basically like, this was like, this was for people pleasure. Um, yep. There was no, I guess it was the quote unquote first, if we don't count um, brands and stuff. Uh, it was the first commercial space flight. So that's like a cool thing. Like, like going forward, the only thing that will happen if we do more of this is that we'll just pollute the air by a lot. Yeah. I think so. Is, should we continue this? Yes, hundred percent. Why? These are the kinds of things. These are the kinds of things like that are the reason people do things, right? Even for the people that didn't go to the like, didn't do the moon landing. They mm-hmm. weren't on the fucking moon. The number of people right now in astrophysics. 
that exist only because when they were a kid, they saw that and were mm-hmm. so inspired that, that that's their that's what they've given their life to. Now things like that being accessible to people, I guarantee you this will change Oliver's literally will change his life because that's an experience like seeing the earth like that is an experience that will actually like it's a life changing experience. Now it's going to not be life changing for everybody, right? But it will absolutely be life changing for enough people that I think it can essentially offset the carbon footprint caused by by that. I think it will inspire people to work on things like protecting the thing that they saw now from a hundred kilometers up past the Carmen or Harmon or whatever the fucking line is. Um, Maybe I do. <laughs> I think it's worth it. But like, but here's the thing: like this, this one got a lot of attention. But like, if this happens like once a week, like. Mm-hmm. Four people are going to go up. Those four people are going to be like, wow. Um, but then... Um, It'll be more than four. I mean, sure. it scales at some point. Yeah, sure. It'll be like a cool bus. Um, yeah. And then part will be cool because more people it. fit on, like the carbon footprint per person will go down. Um, but still, like, I don't know. Um, I've, it's like... some. Well, some article made some really dumb thing about this like they, they said like oh it's like 287 times the carbon footprint of what a what an average per what an average global person um does a year which i think is a bit misleading yeah i think so because if but you still, if you take the whole like yeah. someone in the west is going to have a way larger footprint than like someone in cambodia or something you know totally. so, so to take the whole average is kind of misleading but yeah um, no, people like there, it's negative. They're like planting things, <laughs> right? Like, like they're, true. they're they're doing the other side of things. Isn't that like um, a really, really, really green country, like in the Central America? Is it Costa Rica? <laughs> no, really? I think it might be. Hmm. Um, I don't know. The the I don't I don't think that that's really that big of a deal in the end. Cause I think that that's something that is on their minds, but I also think I, so I think that's going to get better. Like sending people up there is going to get more efficient. Um, just cause there's so much freaking money behind it. Like it's insane what you can do with money. Right. Oh yeah. Um, and like, like right now airplanes could be way more efficient if there was like a gajillionaire behind it doing it for not for profit mm. <laughs> right yet um yeah and eventually you know the idea is to make profit out of all this stuff obviously um but i think that the eccentric billionaires <clears throat> for them yeah profit is something that they see on the horizon but they also want to be known as the guy that did x right I'm yeah. the guy that did the thing. And that's more important than making another $100 billion. He's already got the first hundo down. So now, <laughs> like, doubling that, like, well, that doesn't really do that much for him. But what does do something for him is being like, yeah, I, I put that bitch up there. It was me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Ego hate, trips. People hate him for it. Um, yeah, and I think also... Do you feel like you have a connection to space now? Because he would not only... Did Oliver go up and come down safely? But he was also wearing the patch. 
of he was, your but, but he was uh, he came from Delft. Who cares? <laughs> he came from okay. what? Um, Delft is a uh, or I, I think he studied in Delft. It's got a university there. It's fine. Um, no, I mean it's. I listen. I isn't um, his dad like one of the richest people in your country? Is that how it happened? <laughs> well, he's I, a I hedge have, fund billionaire. Oh, well, maybe <laughs> so. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> you know what? That's this how means- he got the seat for his son. Did he really actually just pay? pay? Yeah, he was. This, they were the sec, they were the run up bid. They were the second bidder in the line. So yeah, it was still paid for. It was still oh, a paid geez. for a seat. I thought, I thought that he was. He did got, you? <laughs> I thought he like this fucking like lottery. Like they did like a lottery against like all like a whole bunch yeah, of universities. No. Like oh, like like a young aspiring university student. Like let's get a random one, you know, because look like cool and good and it's not just for profit it's also like for the scientific youth and stuff but he, no i'm pretty he sure he was just the runner-up okay well um, you know what? i hate rich people now <laughs> damon was scheduled to travel on he was scheduled to travel on the second flight after unsuccessfully bidding on the first flight mm. auction so yeah he was scheduled he was second place so he was going to go on the second time mm. and they bumped him up and they definitely chose him because of his age for sure like we can be, we can do the oldest and the youngest at the same time. How fucking cool PR is that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm really happy that what's her name got to go up because that's cool as fuck. Wally. The old the Wally. Yeah. That's super cool because she was in Mercury 13, right? right? Which is yeah. Unfortunate that I got shut down. She would have been one of the first, if not the first, woman in space. Um, and then she was like fucking denied. When they shut down the program and now she got to go up there and do it. She had by far the coolest audio feeds coming out of that whole thing. Like just uh, like, yeah. How old was she? 84. You said just this 84 year old woman who like is just experiencing life. It was the coolest fucking thing ever. It was so cool. She was, she was so jazzed, so hyped. That was cool. Yeah. And like, and, and also like hearing the um, hearing the little the young Dutch guy do like the radio stuff, it's kind of cringe. Because <laughs> what was uh, he saying? I didn't hear what he said. Well, it's it's mainly the accent because like people have like a thick Dutch accent when they speak English. It's kind of cringe, at least to me. I because I guess it's like a personal thing. Because like uh, it was like, oh, this is awesome! Wow. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, sure, yeah. It's the Zoomers. Like, yeah, and and like someone who's eighty four, like when they speak or express something, there's there's you can tell there's so much more depth. Oh yeah. Sometimes to like their emotions and stuff, and like eighteen year olds, let's just okay, eighteen year olds, they're just cringe. Okay, maybe it's oh because God. I'm a little older now. <laughs> but like, it, it, you, like you I mean, don't know shit. If you're, Sit like, back yeah, down. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of true. I mean. You haven't experienced yeah. any no, but for her with all her life experiences and everything else to be like that amazed and speechless, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like that's that means a lot. That's super cool. That was so cool. Like I also like that way of doing it more, I think. I think I'd rather be strapped to a rocket and go mm-hmm. up higher and just be like in a cool capsule and stuff, rather than just like kind of like newer airplane <laughs> yeah that's like it's not that doesn't even reach the international like 
doesn't it like yeah. space line right like it went up to 80 yeah. something so i guess it's defined like, so space is weird right because there's no just edge it's just it's just a slow progression kind of thing it's like whenever we it's a very arbitrary line it is so is yeah. the carmen or harman or whatever the fuck line is that's just 80 kilometers just because that's what the guy said and that's what um virgin galactic did and then or no that's the hundred sorry hundred is that and that's just because the guy said space is at a hundred and so that's where space, space is number um and then for the american government you are considered an astronaut if you go past 80. So that's why, so Virgin went there so that they could be astronauts, and then these guys went above 100 so that they were in space. Uh, yeah, Jeff Bezos is like Coca-Cola, and Branson is like Pepsi. Try him. But like, there will always, yeah. always be like the B flavor. <laughs> <laughs> like, they try, but uh, it's just a little cheaper. A little, yeah, I don't know if it's cheaper less. now, but... Uh, a less. Well, he is notably less rich than, <laughs> than Bezos or Musk. Uh, yeah. yeah, you also don't see Elon like, hey, I'm going to be first. Because um, he's psycho, but he's psycho with other people. <laughs> yeah, Elon is a strange character. I can't get my hair like, this is what ended up happening. Did you know, you know I went skydiving yesterday? Oh, and, uh, you, you this did talk about happened, that. and I can't put it back. I should have uh, shot. Have you, have you watched it since? No. Okay, well, I do that. It'll help. I have not. I went skydiving. Good advice. Yeah. Have you been skydiving? No. No, Would dude, you I, I can't. Li- we, we, you, listen, you were there when y'all prepared me to go on the fucking roller coaster, or I did it myself, maybe. Um, I, even that's too much for me. Did you enjoy um, I, the roller coaster? I'm happy I did it. Yeah. But <laughs> I wouldn't do it again. I mean, I guess that's kind of how I feel about Sky. Well, no, I would do it again. The, um, I just realized everyone just fucking lies to you. <laughs> like that's really what skydiving is. It's just, a, it's a series of lies. And when you actually do it, none of what they say is actually true. Which is fucking annoying. Well, like the experience of the drop is just not in any way what anybody described to me. Um, Well, first of all, like we got there to the airfield and saw them working. So, so, okay, maybe I should back up. I was Mm -hmm. invited by the U.S. Army to jump with them. Mm -hmm. Um, which is kind of the only condition I would be willing to do it in, right? Like at a skydiving school or whatever, I feel like it's just so meat processing facility kind of thing that at some point someone, that someone just chops their finger off and goes, well, so, so, okay. Last year I went with the army in an airplane when they did a jump and Mm -hmm. it's like, ultra professional it's like beyond professional um when they do their jumps it's it's crazy so last year there was a demonstration team doing a jump and i was just in the airplane and they just pieced out the door but it took them like 40 minutes to get out the door because they throw streamers down and they check wind directions and they like coordinate all the stuff and whatever the, because um, they're used to jumping in a billion places every week right they just go to a place and jump 
Is it the parachuting where they have like the rope attached to like a railing? And then they all go like, or is it like what? they all have their own? They all uh, have their own. Like um, right, but it's not like the airplane opens to shoot for them, like you would see like Mm-mm. big air droppings. Okay. No, no, no. It's it's they're in their own thing. They do formations. They have the smoke coming out of their feet. They fly flag. Like it's a demo. Te- it's the demo team, right? So it's like right. they'll fly to children's. They were here last year to fly to a children's hospital. Right. To be like, gotcha. hey, or, you know, whatever. And the children get to watch and they land on the roof and they do all this cool shit. Uh, they fly into Sweet. stadiums during ball games, you know, and all that. This whole thing is marketing. Right. It's 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 just like, holy shit. That's America. so fucking cool. Um, Join the army. <laughs> but they're incredibly yeah. like safe about it. Um, and then they brought us in. Basically, they were like, hey, <laughs> want to jump next time? On that plane, they're like, hey, next time you want to just jump with us? And I was like, sure. <laughs> I never thought I'd see these fuckers again, right? <laughs> like, I was like, nah, this is never going to happen. There's no shot. Uh, a few months later, hey, Matt, we're, we're coming over there in July. Ready? And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> sounds sounds oh, cool no. to me. And then instantly, Google. What is the rate of death? What? How do people die? On, on, <laughs> holy shit! Right? Um, yeah. So I was like, "Uh oh." Apparently, a lot of people do die skydiving, but the vast majority of those incidents are highly experienced people that are pushing the limit. Right? The vast majority yeah. of skydiving fatalities are like. I'm going to go, I'm going to try to go down another 500 feet before I pull the chute. And then they shoot fucks up and they don't have time to pull their secondary or whatever it is. And it's just fucking croak arena. Uh, Um, I've seen someone uh, mess up a landing. They had like their leg locked or something and they broke their leg. That sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. Um, Yeah. yeah, I mean, there was, there uh, was an ambulance at the drop site and I'm thinking, what the fuck purpose do they serve? And I, I asked one of the, the army men and he's like, uh, cause the commander thinks it's good for us to have them here. <laughs> he's like, there's actually no purpose for that person to be here. <laughs> cause if that person has to scrape you off the sidewalk, you're not getting like, <laughs> what are you, <laughs> what are they going to do? I guess for like, yeah. if you land improperly and you break your wrist or whatever, then sure, I guess they can, or your ankle, they're there for that. You're landing um, a tree or power cables. Yeah. But with tandem, it's actually like, it's like super safe. Um, the only time that it's kind of unsafe for tandems is if you're in that meat processing kind of thing where it's just like strap, strap, no safety check, just get out the fucking plane because we got 400 more of these to go today kind of thing. And when you say um, tandem, is that mean when, when you're jumping in tandem, you're stuck to some other guy who has to the shoot, The first right? 25 jumps you do, you have to be in America. You're legally required to be strapped to somebody. Right. Um, Makes sense. So yeah, there's a guy behind me. So I, we get there and the first thing we fucking see is the airplane taking us up without a wheel on it. And there's just like dudes working and I'm like, cool. And so I, like when we got there, I was like, so, Hey, what, like, what's the fucking deal with this? And they're like, Oh, the wheel broke yesterday. And I'm like, huh, (laughs) what? And then the next sentence was, don't worry, that's not how you're landing, so it won't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it is true. You have to go up, I guess. 
Yeah. Um, no, I will forever in my record geez. have more departures than landings from, from here. Uh, I, that's just my ratio is always off now. Yeah, uh, wow. So they get us in a, well, we sat down at this table and the guy tells us it's a, ve- it's very simple. Honestly, when you're tandem, you don't have to do shit. All you have to do oh, is just- put your hands here. Uh, so that they can get control of you as you're falling. And then they tap you on the shoulders and you're out and you just do whatever you want. Um, and then when you land, you just pick up your knees and that's it. That's the entire instructions It's literally like 30 seconds of instructions. Then, then he pushes and then, and they'll, play. They'll, they'll land for you, I guess. Right? Yeah. They land for you. Uh, so gotcha. then he pushes play and suddenly the world just becomes dark. And what we ended up having to watch was the the army made a disclaimer video that's basically like you're gonna die. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like it's like <laughs> you are signing a document right now saying that you're probably oh gonna die, and even if you die because of gross negligence. You can't sue the army or your family can't sue the army. That's Even the if it's gross American negligence, thing. Oh my God. you can't do it. So if I was on some fucking list and this whole thing was a rue to just get me to jump out of an airplane on a dude and he was like, clip, peace, right? Nothing, <laughs> right? I could have just disappeared yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, that's so that's so American. Cause like one of the weirdest things, and like it happens every time. Like when you watch American TV, and then like mm-hmm. there's like a, an ad for like, oh, can't you get an erection? Get these erection pills. And then like at the end, there's like a disclaimer of like a guy talking real fast. By the way, these pills can make your penis explode. Blah blah. blah don't say this. Oh, like, also you're gonna die. <laughs> also you're gonna die. Yeah, like, this this might result in death. <laughs> like yeah. like that stuff is so crazy. Uh, but it's so yep. American because you guys you guys also. Um, you guys are known around the world for like having like a sue culture. Like, oh my god, you guys will sue everybody. Like, every, anything that moves, you guys will try oh, to sue. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. So um, it makes sense that yeah. they would have the disclaimer. Uh, then we had yeah. to sign a bunch of documents, have a witness. There was a, had to be a witness watching you sign, and then they signed after you. you like, a bunch of shit. To sign your um, will. <laughs> yeah. Then they put us in these jumpsuits they call bananas because they're just pure yellow. It's just you're literally a oh, yellow wow. person. Um, they think it, I guess the designers think it looks cool, but like the most, the biggest thing that they said to us, like, was like, Hey, if you feel like your video and pictures could have been better, if you were maybe had a different, like, look, we will not (laughs) complain if you just tell our boss, (laughs) like, I don't know. They have this, they have this thing going where they're like, we can't say anything, but maybe you could tell them that we would like a uniform change. <laughs> it's like their whole goal. Cause that's what they do. They just fly around and jump out of airplanes all day. Right. So they don't have yeah. that much cool shit to look. I mean, their job is cool as fuck, but like they don't have it. This is their daily normal routine. They're like, we just want new uniforms. That's all we want. Um, Amazing. They do have a professional parachute packer, so they don't pack their own parachutes. They they pack their mm. own personal parachutes, but they don't pack their own like tandem ones or anything that's army related. There's a person. She's like a tiny person that just her whole job is to pack and repack parachutes, which that's good. That makes me feel a little safer too. Like that's her whole job, and um, she had what packed, that one I person messes up everything though. It, she could. Well, she yeah. kind of could. So she packs, she's packed over 50,000 parachutes. Um, 
Which you're pretty fucking good at packing parachutes if you pack 50,000 parachutes. Um, yeah. And this is all she does. She just packs parachutes all day for them. Um, and and the, the person I jumped with was on jump like 13 or 14,000. Jesus. And he's actually about to retire from the army because he's going into some acting career, which is kind of crazy. He's like 40 something. Um, and he, the guy I was strapped to, okay? This guy holds mm-hmm. the record for the fastest skydive. Uh, really? Apparently, skydiving should be an Olympic sport. We should talk about the Olympics in premium because it started. Um, it is, I have, it's on the topic list. So yeah. Skydiving cool. should be... like I did not know there were so many competitions in skydiving. Uh, speed competition is one. Like Who can get the fastest speed? This motherfucker, 302.5 miles an hour. Straight down. Straight down. That's faster than that's that's insane. Jumping only from twelve thousand feet, and that's the rule for this competition. You jump from twelve thousand five hundred feet, and you see how fast you can go before you hit the bottom. <laughs> that's, that's the whole competition. And his tracker registered three hundred two point five. Which is fucking wild. And that's the guy Damn. that's strapped onto my back. And I'm like, is there a slower person here? <laughs> like, please? You want to go fast? Oh, God. No, he was straight up. He's yeah. like, do you want to go fast? And I'm like, um, I'll go medium. <laughs> How's medium? Can we do medium? Oh, He's like, yeah, we God. can do medium. Um, reminds so yeah, me of, have, uh, it reminds me of like high school. Because like, um, we, we used to hi- bicycles a lot to move around. But like sometimes mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a bicycle. And I'd have to like ride on someone's back. Um, yeah. Like the back of their bicycle. And like sometimes you get like it's, it's kind of like that, like, except you're steering. So you're on the back and you're steering. That's kind of oh what no. his job is, right? His job is to steer yeah. us and to pull everything right and everything like that. Um, so they go Come over on. how like like because all of this stuff is just marketing for the army. They have a billion fail safes, and this is really the reason I was like, you know what? With the army, I'll I'll fucking do this. Every yeah. backpack has a computer in it. That if if for some reason he was to even pass out, I the parachute would still deploy because there's a computer in there that detects if the parachute's out yet or not. And if it's not, it like cuts a cord at a certain altitude. So you are you're not there's never going to be an issue here. On top (laughs) of that, they always send a quote cameraman with you. So it's the guy on the back and you have your own dedicated cameraman. Mm-hmm. I realize the cameraman is actually, yeah, sure. He's recording stuff, but he's more there for when something goes wrong. Cause yeah. as you're falling, he gets really up close to you and the camera's in your face, like recording. And you're like, Oh, he's recording me. Lol. He's actually <laughs> pulling stuff to make sure you're still super attached and everything is good. For when the parachute deploys, he's actually doing safety checks in the middle of the fucking air. And then on top of that, he does a breakaway. So he falls backwards and watches you while the parachute deploys to make sure that everything goes right. Cause if not, he's trained and I don't know how they practice this shit, but they say they do. He's trained to intercept you. If something goes wrong and his parachute can handle three people. So they, they are fucking covered. <laughs> like it is wild 
how much redundancy there is in this because that's the worst case for the army, right? This thing is being st- was supposed to be streamed, but because we had to move locations, it wasn't. Um, you mm. know, it's being recorded to go out to the public and all this. Nothing can go wrong here because no. if so, they're fucked. Um, <clears throat> in the airplane, they all did checks on each other, uh, which apparently is not normal. Um, but they all check each other's shoots before they go out. They like they they reach everything, feel everything, make sure everything's good to go. So I felt very safe. Um, but even when you feel safe, <laughs> you get to the edge. <clears throat> Dude, 12,000 feet's fucking high. <laughs> like it is, it is up God. there. And it looks it looks like someone just painted a picture. It doesn't even look or feel like real. And yeah. you just you just you're just you just kneel down there and you don't do anything except go like this and he literally push you out. And um I was told like it's this super big incredible insane adrenaline rush. And it is, for me at least, before I fell out of the plane, I was like, this is fucking crazy, right? This is happening. But as soon as you start falling, it's just, I don't even know how to describe it because it's just peace. You don't feel anything. You feel like a fan is just blowing on you really hard. And clouds, the craziest part to me was just the clouds were just, right? They're just, you're like, But like the actual falling feeling, you don't feel like you just don't feel anything. <clears throat> well, you're, you're like in equilibrium. You, you, yeah, you're kind of you're you're kind of weightless, right? Kind of, yeah. You just it's at that point. It's like you're Except just for like some of the resistance. You just exist. The era, there's no feeling yeah, to it. It's a very weird thing where it's like there's just no feeling. You don't feel gravity, or you just don't feel anything. It's yeah, a very strange I, feeling of nothingness. Don't want to get too physics Andy on you, but don't you reach like terminal velocity at some point and just yeah. Just, so they whoo. so with the tandem, the terminal velocity is 180 miles an hour, but they Oof. put up a drag chute to slow you down to 120, um, which is the safe. That's the safe speed that you can operate the parachute at. If it's 180, the parachute might fuck up. I guess so. They put out oh, a drag yeah, chute. Either way, 120 miles an hour going down, you don't feel like you're going 120 miles an hour. You just, I mean, the wind does, but like, you're just kind of like, you're just in equilibrium with yourself. And there is no part of that experience Mm -hmm. while you're falling in free fall. There is nothing that feels like a roller coaster spinning. There's just nothing. It's, it's incredibly peaceful. Um, yeah, because there's no, there's no. I imagine there's, there's no, no force. There's no other. There's no forces pulling me. Yeah. Like if you're on a roller there's coaster, no like, force. there are a million forces. Like if you're in a roller coaster, like being uh, an axe on you, like left to right and up and down yep. and stuff, right? Because like totally. you keep turning and accelerating and stuff. Nauseating. Um, there's nothing nauseating at all about the drop. Now, what if you spin he, a lot? Uh, we did. We did spin around a lot, and as long as so, his thing was like just keep your horizon the horizon in your mm. eyes no problem if you spin you don't spin actually that fast and i guess he has right. complete control over that with how he moves his hands um so then he pulls the chute and what I, my understanding going into parachuting was that the parachuting part was the adrenaline rush or no sorry the drop was not the landing 
The mm-hmm. landing is way worse than the actual free fall. The free fall is easy. No problem. There's nothing going on in your body, right? It's like perfect. Right. It's really fun because you're just like, you just exist. Uh, but as soon as that parachute comes out, the drag chute is attached to the top of the parachute. And because mm-hmm. of that, as the parachute is going up, the drag chute is no longer dragging you and you actually fall faster for like five, 10 seconds, as the parachute is deploying, you go, whoa, you got like, like you fall faster. You, it's a noticeable, holy shit, I'm going faster now. (laughs) Very noticeable. And then it's a quick, right? And you just get jerked up, Um, which is, I guess that's the highest forces is right then. How intense, like, is that the most intense force you feel like when you get yanked? No, that's not bad. That you feel that just in your crotch. Like it is, oh. it is, it is like you're kind of like you're rock climbing or something and you fall onto your harness. Um, right. Which I don't know if you, but like, yeah, it's, it's like falling on your harness. Like, ah, fuck. Like, why does this hurt? <laughs> My balls. Um, and then gotcha. that's where, <clears throat> that's where it gets rough. And this is where you would have a problem. This is where Trent, my, my boyfriend would have a problem. Um, because, like normally if you're in a car or on a bike or whatever, when you turn, the axis of rotation is like near mm-hmm. you or you it's inside of your body, right? Like the point oh, of rotation oh, no. for a parachute. The point of rotation is the chute. So you oh, get no. every time you turn, you get swung out and to turn and you dive to go down. And it's like this, this, this pattern you have to do to go down. Nobody tells you this at all. Dude, I did so much fucking research on skydiving and all this shit. Not a single fucking person tells you that that part, if you get sick or nauseous easily, you're done. You're wiped. There's no shot that that, like that is by far the worst part of skydiving. If you're sensitive to that on the flip side, if you're not sensitive to that, it's the most exciting part of skydiving. Sure. The free fall is cool. But doing all the aerial tricks and stuff with your parachute out and whatnot, that's the actual cool part of skydiving, right? <laughs> like, like I'm now realizing people aren't trying necessarily like he is because he's a speed freak, but people aren't necessarily trying to pull their shoot at the last minute. In mm-hmm. fact, it's kind of the opposite. They're trying to pull their shoot kind of as high as they can so that they can do all their cool little aerial tricks and all this shit like they do. They were doing flips in the air around their shoot and stuff like that. Um, intensely nauseating for those who like, even just the a normal smooth turn, my, like, I don't get that nauseated, but like, I could mm-hmm. feel why somebody would be super nauseated. And someone that was with me was like, just hurling. <laughs> it was just like, it was, they threw um, up. <laughs> yeah. So like it yeah. was, uh, no. um, yeah, it's, it's bad. Acid like honestly, it's bad. And it's something that the, I've just never heard of. Like every time I talk to somebody about skydiving, nobody's ever mentioned that. I don't know if you've heard that that's a thing. Maybe you've um, heard it. I, I've I just never heard, heard it. I, I could, I could want like the way you describe it. I can 100% imagine it being a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't mind. I mean, so like, he actually, he yeah. gave me the controls and showed me like how, how to do it all. And so for like two minutes or so, I was doing my own turns. I went 90 degrees to the side and did a turn thingy. That was fun. Um, It was, it was a lot of fun, but every time you turn your stomach is like, uh Oh, Oh, (laughs) 
Thursday. So if you have that, that disconnect between your inner ear and your stomach, whatever it is that causes that nausea, yeah, yeah you're fucked. Uh, you're actually like giga fucked on that because you I have was, to also, would, you have to get down. Like you don't have a choice. You have yeah, to get down there. <laughs> yeah, the ride doesn't turn off. You can't just, there's no emergency button. Um, I mean, that, I mean, so that, that experience I know like, like even like the the fucking Space Mountain in um, Disneyland. Like once you're in, like that's like you're you're in that's for it. that prison ride. Yep. Okay. But this this like, happens you, to be a six and a half minute ride. <laughs> it's I mean, a long ride. Is, um, that, is that long? I mean, how long Space are like two minutes? Coasters? They're between. They're generally between a minute and a half and three minutes. Is the typical. Space Mountain. Oh no, like, it still feels like an hour when I look back on it. Like it felt so long. <laughs> Well, that's what he oh, said. He's God. like that. That drop to last an hour. I mean, when you're feeling bad about it, though, everything last. It feels like it's forever. Yeah, um, you're so really focused on every every second that passes. Yeah. He showed me. Um, he showed me how to stall out. He's like, oh, and if you do this, let's do this, and you'll stall. And I'm thinking, stalling's bad. Like <laughs> I've never heard stalling in a good context before. <laughs> uh, so we did. We just we just stopped. In the middle of the air, we just stopped. I was like, uh-oh. Is this the kind of thing where you're like the cartoon and you're just going to instantly boop? But we uh -oh. just stopped. <laughs> it was super cool. Yeah. And then you come in for the landing, you lift your legs, and you just land on your butt, basically. You just you guys just slide in on your butt, <laughs> and yeah. they take you back, and that's the whole experience. It was... I would do it again. Not today. Um, <laughs> it's not something I feel like I need to do again, right? It's, but right. I would do it again. Um, I've had the experience. I'm good. I can check it off the bucket list. I don't need to do it again, but if offered with them, I probably would do it again just because that was, they were insane. This, the level of safety was just beyond, honestly, beyond reasonable, but mm. I'm glad it was kind of beyond reasonable because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sounds good to yeah. me. Um, and no, it, someone it, in the it, chat asked if it felt like a near death experience. Not at all. Not at all. They make you feel... <laughs> super safe like and these guys have jumped tens of thousands of times like combined like there's just no chance um i don't see what um, can, yeah things can go wrong but they've got like five levels of redundancy so yeah so i this I, I might be closer to doing it now after hearing like, your tales like your experience um i i probably would hate all of it uh, but I do want to do it at least once in my lifetime. But like I'm, so, I'm sort of building up like, you know, I think stomach resistance. Honestly, if you were you know? to knowing what you know now, just take like those anti-nausea pills beforehand, and you're probably mm. fine. Um, I think a lot of people yeah. also said they just got dizzy because the turns are very dizzying, and so you can. Yeah. But, but when you're up there going that slow, you can easily talk to them. And be like, I'm getting dizzy, and they'll be like, okay. Okay, I'll calm the fuck down. <laughs> I think what they do is they just they all just do one big turn at the beginning to see if you can handle it. And most people are like, hey, <laughs> stop. <Go! laughs> and they're like, okay, fine. Uh, we'll calm down. Just in okay. case Did that's you, the experience you want. Uh, I, I guess you had, you had at least goggles, right? Did you have like a full face thing or just goggles? Just goggles. It's just okay, goggles. So like, and if so you like don't you smile. No. When you, if you don't smile, we, no one throws up on the drop part. That part, nobody feels anything. That's, there's not a single person yeah. that ever felt nausea during that part. 
Um, it was only just during the turns, and no one threw up until yeah. the ground, um, like till they got okay, there. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just like these plastic goggles, but because there's no face shield, he had a face shield, his own personal one, but because there's no face shield. Oh, l- listen to also how fucking psycho these guys are. Okay. These guys are so <laughs> psycho that they bring their own personal shoots around when the, in the country with them, just in case there's time for them to hop on the skydiving school, like wherever they're hosting it or whatever. And jump mm. themselves. This guy, because there was nobody, they didn't jump yesterday. He went down 10 times yesterday for fun. These guys are fucking insane. I like, mean, they're nutty. Right um, yeah. And those are tiny shoots. They're four times smaller than the shoots we use. Like, they're tiny. There's like a tiny little backpack, and he's just gone. I'm like, ah! Um, yeah, no. So, yeah, I think if you took those nausea pills, Mm-hmm. At least you'd be in better shape and yeah. you know what to expect. So you could just tell them, Hey, don't do any hard banks, you know, during the parachute part. Um, yeah. But it is really cool. Like, and it's gorgeous. Um, it's gorgeous up there. It's beautiful. I, I really want to do it in 20 years. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, no, but um, especially like when you said also like, like, uh, like the horizon thing and like, if you get nauseous, mm-hmm. look at the horizon. Look so I have horizon. the same thing with airplanes, actually. Like if, if, an, if a plane, like, takes off i need to like i need to like try to like it's it's angled like at like i don't know 20 degrees whatever it is um Mm -hmm. if 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 it's that angled and i start like looking out the window and everything's like fucking warped i'll get nauseous like i have to like really try to get nauseous like in the takeoff stage yeah Um, the first turn i mean during those turns you're looking at the world sideways the horizon's going up and down yeah that would (laughs) fuck me up uh during those turns, but you can I tell mean, them not to do that because I think they just calm the fuck down for most people, yeah. um, and they let you control it a lot too. So, and I think most places do kind of let you control it because uh, it's kind of the experience, you know. And so you can just be like, "I'm just gonna go straight," <laughs> and it's their job to figure it out. I mean, I, I feel like in, in your situation, like, um, like maybe the next time is gonna suck because like you're not gonna be with this cool ass group anymore. Oh, I would only do it with like them. A, I'm not going to just go uh, to a skydiving school. Um, that's good, probably. Yeah, no, I've had the I've had the experience. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's also expensive. Well, you, I didn't know how expensive it was. You have to pay for it. It's like no, I didn't. But like for just to go to like a skydiving place, it's like hundreds of dollars, many mm. hundreds of dollars. Um, but you still have to sign the waiver of like you know. You definitely goodbye. have to sign the waiver. <laughs> Holy shit, we're up an hour twenty. Yeah. Um, well, I wanted right. to finish the uh, skydiving thing, but yeah, good stuff. Oh, is there more? No, no, no. I just wanted to make sure okay. that you could like. We'll finish up. There's more. There's so much more to talk about um, with th- things. Uh, we'll do that oh, in the premium. Uh, Twitch.tv/slash/patreon.com/slash/minecrack. <laughs> if you want to get in on the <laughs> premium episode where we're going to discuss the Olympics, um, as well as other a bunch of other things. Yeah. So that should be fun. Also, Thanks fuck good because he's not here this week. So he's fuck that on guy. vacation. Yeah. On vacation. Posting pictures yeah. in the Grand Canyon. Yeah. How great would it be if uh if Good was French? <laughs> <laughs> I would Hold kind of in. actually love that. What? God. I, I'm trying to think. He'd, he'd be like one of those like obnoxious like traditional so chefs. Annoying. 
He'd be so. He'd have like a little mustache, like oh, 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 you are an asshole. They they don't they don't have enough snails in America. Oh yeah, he'd be he'd be he'd be a snob, one hundred percent. Absolutely, more than like more than he already is, because he is already a snob. (laughs) For sure. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll see you guys in premium. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Podcast.